podcast that brings you all things high school sports here in Battle Creek. My name's Michael Best. I'm your host. And this is episode three. Week two of football this past Friday night. We're going to be breaking down all of Friday night's games. A lot of good games this week. We're going to cover all of the city schools here, kind of talk about their games a little bit, plus give a recap of all the action in the I-8 and the SMAC this past Friday. Before we get started, though, I just want to give a quick apology out to the St. Philip Fighting Tigers. Uh, last week on the show, forgot to mention their score. Uh, we want to make sure we're covering them, too. Just because they don't play in the I-8 or the SMAC, they're still here in town. We want to make sure we update everyone with their scores. So uh, last week, they actually played North Adams Jerome and lost 14-12. to And then Friday, this past Friday, they took on Waldron. Uh, and St. Philip came up short 16-6. to uh, Elijah Reed scored the lone touchdown for the Tigers. Caught a touchdown pass from Vincent Bardo. Uh, Elijah Reed also had 12 tackles, uh, with Owen Miller adding 11 tackles. So, St. Phil lost uh, another close one, it looked like, to Waldron, so they dropped uh, 0-2 on the year. But we're going to keep um, keep updating everyone with their scores as well. Uh, if you don't know, St. Philip plays uh, in the eight-man football league, um, and... Actually, they uh, made it to the finals a while back. I think it might have been the first or second year of eight-man football. And so they, uh, they've they been in the state finals before. Um, so we'll make sure we keep uh, them their scores updated with everyone as well. So moving on, though, this week we had a lot of good matchups uh, here in town. Um we city schools went three and one on Friday night. Uh, Battle Creek Central Bearcats picked up their first win of the year. They went on the road to Gall Lake and came away victorious, forty to twenty-three. So big win for the Bearcats to get uh, their first win of the year. Um, Harper Creek also picked up their first win of the year. Uh, kind of last-minute plans. Kind of go over that a little bit, but Harper Creek went all the way to Livonia Friday night, got their first win, 36-12 over Livonia Clarenceville. Lakeview, 2-0 now on the year. They traveled to Portage Central, a little bit of a defensive struggle, but they won 6-0. So Lakeview goes to 2-0 on the year. And then Penfield, last but not least, Penfield dropped one on the road at Parma, which was a really good game, close game. Penfield went down 28-22 to over at Parma Friday night. So we'll kind of get a little bit more in depth on those games uh, here. But we'll just break down both I-8 and the smack. And so to kick things off in the I-8, we'll start down in Coldwater where Marshall went down there and took on Coldwater. Coldwater was 1-0, Marshall 0-1, coming off that heartbreaking loss to Lumen Christie last week. Uh, Coldwater came away victorious 24-16. It was a pretty good game. Uh, Coldwater ended up scoring with uh, about 
50 seconds to go. Um, game was tied 16-all. Coldwater ends up scoring uh, with about 50 seconds to go to take the lead and hang on. Uh, Cam Torres from Coldwater, he scored from nine yards out to, uh, to get that go-ahead score. Um, previously, Marshall had tied the game at 16 on a two-yard touchdown run by Greg Wallace. About 6.33 left to go when that happened. Coldwater drove it down. Cam Torres scores with 50 seconds, and Coldwater hangs on. Uh, Wallace, Greg Wallace from Marshall, he led them with 52 yards on the ground. Uh, Spencer Rotosiller from Coldwater, he had 80 yards on 16 carries to lead them on the ground. Um, the Inquirer, the Battle Creek Inquirer covered this game, and I kind of looked up some of the quotes there in the paper, and Bill Dreyer, the head coach over at Marshall, um, he kind of talked about Marshall finishing games, and you know, when you look at Marshall, they could really be 2-0 and on the year so far. Um, they could have just finished these, la these last two games. They're right in them and kind of let them get away, it sounds like. So he kind of just talked about that and said, uh, you know, this group of seniors just got to figure it out. He said they last year they had uh, four games, kind of the same thing. They didn't finish. And so far this year, two games. And so... Uh, he just mentioned in the paper how it's a Monday through Thursday thing with them on that. And so they're going to keep working hard to get back uh, at it. And like I said before, that Marshall team's pretty good. Um, they got a chance to do some stuff in the playoffs. And Coldwater, uh, young team this year. Um, but they're winning 2-0. They got two good wins uh, to start things off this year. And so... They kind of, uh, Coldwater kind of controlled the pace of the game. They uh, they liked to pound the ball on the ground. They moved it, kept Marshall's offense off the field. Marshall's got, likes to spread it out, go fast, throw it around a lot, uh, kind of up-tempo, high-paced, and Coldwater did a good job of keeping them off the field by controlling the clock. And so, real good game there in the I-8 uh, this week. Next up was probably uh, the upset of the week in the IA. Well, it definitely was the upset of the week in the IA. Probably one of the bigger upsets uh, around the state of Michigan this week when it came to high school football. And that was Hastings took down Jackson Lumen Christie 14-13. to uh, Hastings had gone down big last week to Parma. Lumen had that tight win over Marshall. But uh, Hastings was able to get the job done. Uh, with a comeback victory, Lumen actually led 13-0 uh, at the half. Kind of flip from last week, Lumen was down 19-0 at half and came back to win that game. Well, they got ahead this week and couldn't finish. So uh, Hastings scored 14 second half unanswered points uh, with a 24-yard touchdown run with 119 left to seal the deal for him. Uh, Dan Harp, he led Hastings with 94 yards and a touchdown on 16 carries. T.J. Russell from Hastings had 74 yards on 20 carries. And Keegan Olsen had 50 yards rushing and scored the other Hastings touchdown on 10, Gary, on 10 carries. Basil Hampton from Jackson Lumen Christie had another nice night on the ground for them. Uh, he had 172 yards and a touchdown. Teddy Ayers, uh, he had a 27 yards on seven carries and 
Brendan Daly for Jackson Lemon Christie had 21 yards and a touchdown on five carries. So that was kind of a shock there. Friday night heard that score that Hastings beat Lumen Christie 14 to 13, and that just kind of shows you a little bit about the I8 conference there, um, how competitive it is. You know, night in, night out, doesn't matter who you play. You better come ready to play, or else you can get beat. And that kind of showed. Uh, I think that's the first time Lumen's lost uh, in like 20 lead games or something like that. Um, so Hastings took them down kind of on the upset of the night. Moving to our city schools. Um, as most of you are aware, last Thursday, Harper gets a call. Jackson Northwest cannot play. A staff member tested positive for COVID. And so this is about, I don't know, three, four o'clock on Thursday. And so it's like, what do we, what do we do? You know? And so, um, Ed Greenman, the athletic director over there at Harper Creek, Mason Converse, the head coach, they got on the phone and just started looking around and come to find out, uh, Livonia Clarenceville had the same thing happen to them. So the team they were scheduled to play had to cancel because of COVID. And so, they got together, they got it figured out, and Harper Creek was able to travel over there Friday night and get a game in. So hats off to those guys for uh, just getting that arranged. That's got to be tough, and that just that amount of time to get a game um, is, is kind of crazy. And so they worked hard over there just to get the kids out playing games, and that's awesome. Uh, so Harper Creek traveled all the way to Livonia Friday nights quite a trip for them uh but they came away victorious 36 to 12 which is that's good they are now one and one on the year and um it sounds like i didn't get to watch this game but it sounds like harper just kind of dominated uh they were up 22 nothing uh at halftime on two td runs by julian mccrary and or sorry julian mccray and a touchdown run from easton Colossa. uh McCray, he had another score in the second half. And then Ben Schaefer, uh, he scored from a yard out to kind of seal that game for Harper. Julian McCray, he led Harper Creek with 132 yards on the ground. And so just from the sounds of it, it sounded like Harper really controlled this game. Uh, you know, up 22-0 at halftime. Just kind of controlled the clock. Seemed to have their way with uh, Livonia Clarenceville. And that's good. Get Harper now in the win column. See how things go for them moving forward. Uh, it's kind of just amazing that they got a game this week. So moving on was another, the last game in the I-8, and that was our Penfield Panthers. They traveled over to Parma Western uh, to play them, which was a really big game. And they, they ended up losing 28-22. Uh, it was a really good, um, really good game. Uh, I got to watch this one on film a little bit. Um, Parma was up 14-8 at halftime. And then they kind of, they scored twice in the second half. So they're up 28-14 um, in the fourth quarter. And then Penfield kind of turned it on and started to rally a little bit. Um, so it was a really good game. Nolan Wheeler from Parma who's new starting quarterback this year. He had another good night. He was 6-for-7 for 92 yards and two touchdowns. 
Um, and he also had 26 yards on five carries to lead Parma on the ground. Uh, Landon French had an 81-yard touchdown pass to Cole Wilcox, and Julius Adams had two receptions for 61 yards and one touchdown. For Penfield, Cody Haltink, a uh, good running back there. He had 130 yards, another good night on 18 carries. Ryan Peterson, the quarterback, he had 80 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and he also threw for 191 yards and a touchdown pass to Luke Davis, who also had five catches for 86 yards. Um, this is one I think Penfield wish they could have had. Um, made a few mistakes. They Looking at it, I don't know the stats, but it, it looked like Penfield might have outgained Parma on the night. Um, they they kind of controlled the game. They gave up three big plays defensively. Three, I think, three plays over 50 yards, so that hurt Penfield. Uh, they also turned it over a few times. They got it down uh, in Parma territory and turned it over. Um, so I think, you know, looking when they get towards the end of the season, looking back, they're going to say, hey, that's one that got away from us. Um, but it also showed, you know, Penfield can play with anyone in the IA, and they're right there with the top teams this year. Um, and so moving forward, we will see how they continue to do. Um, but I expect good things out of Penfield. And I don't know what it is. I really like, I like this team. I think they play hard. Um, they got a few good athletes. Um, and I think they're going to be a dangerous team come playoff time. So we got to look out for Penfield. So that takes us to the standings. Uh, sitting on top of the I-8 standings are Coldwater and Parma. They are both 2-0. Uh, after that, you have Penfield, Hastings, and Lumen. And Harper Creek now all at one and one, um, and then you got Jackson Northwest and Marshall who are still looking for that first win. Um, I'm not sure exactly how the I eight's going to do if they're going to do a conference champion or whatnot. Sounds like it might be hard to to crown one because everyone's not playing everyone, and we had uh, situations like that happened on Friday with Harper not being able to play Northwest because of the COVID. So. I'm not sure if they're going to have a conference title champion this year, but we'll keep updating the standings uh, just to keep everyone informed. So that moves us to next weekend. Uh, Parma is taking on Three Rivers, so they're out of conference. They're going to go play uh, Three Rivers, who's in the Wolverine, another good conference. I think Three Rivers is down a little bit this year, um, so we'll see how that goes. Coldwater is playing Loy Norks, another out-of-conference game. Loy Norks is no longer in the smack. They're kind of playing an independent schedule. I believe Norks is 0-2. It's a game Coldwater you would think would win, um, but you never know. Penfield is taking on Hastings, and, you know, I think that's a game Penfield can win. I know Hastings just came off that nice win against Lumen, um, but it's definitely, I think it's a game that Penfield can win. Harper Creek is taking on Lumen. This could be an interesting game. Uh, you know, Harper got that first win Friday night, got some confidence now. And with Lumen losing to Hastings, uh, I really think Lumen should have lost week one. 
Uh, Marshall kind of let it get away from them. You know, so maybe this Lumen Christie team might not be as strong as they have been. So we'll see what happens there with Harper Creek and them on Friday night. It could be a good game to see. And then last, uh, Jackson Northwest, if they're healthy, uh, is going to take on Marshall. Um, really think Marshall needs to take advantage of that. And a uh, real, real good chance for them to pick up their first win and kind of get that get that thing rolling uh, for them. Moving on to the smack. Uh, starting off, we had St. Joe was taking on Okemos, part of that crossover in the smack versus the Capital Areas Conference. St. Joe came away victorious 34-13 over Okemos. Sounds like they kind of controlled the game. They were they led 27-0 in the third quarter. Trey McGinnis led St. Joe with 88 yards rushing on 11 carries. He also had one touchdown. Troy Prattley, quarterback, had 16 carries for 21 yards and two touchdowns. He was also four for five through the air for 98 yards and a touchdown to Griffin Shinrock. That makes St. Joe 2-0. Uh, just looking score-wise, they've been the most impressive team in the smack so far. Moving on, Portage Northern took on Matawan. Northern came away victorious 36-6. T.J. Kuhn, first-year quarterback, had a really good night. He was 9-for-9 nine for, nine for 219 yards and a touchdown. Anthony Tyus, we talked about him a little bit last week. Uh, it's going to Northwestern. He had over 100 yards again. Uh, 116 yards, 14 carries, and two touchdowns. Younger brother, uh, Xavier Tyus. He had 10 carries for 73 yards. And then Jaleel Williams for the Huskies had five catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. That moves Northern to 2-0, and Matawan falls to 1-1 on the year. Uh, next up, Lakeshore traveled to Kalamazoo Central, Stevensville Lakeshore. Picked up their first one of the year. Uh, they won 32-20 to over Kalamazoo Central. It's a pretty good football game uh, for Kalamazoo Central. Jaden Blanchard, uh, he's their running back. He's a real good player, uh, kind of fun player to watch here in this conference. He had 110 yards and two touchdowns on 18 carries. Uh, he also caught two passes for 79 yards, um, including uh, he had a 74-yard catch and run for a touchdown. Cameron Hall, he's kind of Kalamazoo Central's running quarterback. He carried six times for 68 yards. And then Willie Ford, he plays quarterback as well. He's kind of their throwing quarterback. He was 7 of 12 for uh, 154 yards. Aiden Jackson and Justin Bashu each had a rushing touchdown for Lakeshore. Um, Lakeshore kind of controlled the game on the ground. They ran for 322 yards on the night. So, Stevensville Lakeshore picks up their first win of the year. Uh, Kalamazoo Central falls to 0-2. Moving over uh, to our city schools, Lakeview went on the road and picked up a nice win over Portage Central. Uh, Portage Central didn't play last week because of the COVID. So, this was their first game out. Um, Lakeview wins that game 6 to nothing. Sounds like it was a defensive battle. I actually watched a little bit of this game. Um, this game wasn't as close, I don't think, as the score uh, dictates. I thought Lakeview kind of controlled this game. 
Uh, played really, really good defense, but they also moved the ball well. Um, they made a couple mistakes down in Porter Central's territory. They turned it over a couple times. Uh, easily could have been, you know, a 18-21 nothing ball game uh, for Lakeview. They clean up some of those mistakes, but it kind of felt like they controlled this game. It never seemed like they were in uh, in fear of losing it. Uh, kind of kind of felt like they just controlled it and they were going to win the whole time. Um, so that's another that's a good win for Lakeview. Uh, that puts them at two and zero, top of the standings of the SMAC. Um, so they're well on their way. We said last week this would be a big win for them. Uh, going over there and picking that up, which they did. And then last but not least, Battle Creek Central got on the right side of things this week as they beat Gall Lake 40-23. to uh, Kind of the big thing um, out of this game was that Battle Creek Central actually trailed 23-20 in the fourth quarter and scored uh, 20 unanswered fourth quarter points. So they kind of turned it on there and ended up uh, – kind of escaping with an easy victory. Um, Big thing is uh, they started a new quarterback this week, Battle Creek Central did, freshman Devoin Newton. So this is the first time Battle Creek Central's had a freshman starting quarterback in the history of the school. And so it's kind of a big deal. Um, And from the looks of it, Devoin Devoin Newton had a really good game. Uh, He threw for 203 yards and a touchdown. He also rushed for 62 yards and a touchdown uh, in his first game as a freshman. And I actually personally know Devoin. Uh, he's a friend of my son's. Um, it's quite amazing that he's able to play at that level. Uh, not only is he a freshman, but he's a young freshman. He just turned 14 years old last month, and so he's playing against kids that are 17, 18. And uh, just the way he kept his composure uh, from what I saw, it was really impressive to see that. So expect to see some big things out of that young man as uh, he moves forward in his career with the Bearcats. Um, Kareem Young, he had a touchdown pass to Kylon Wilson. Um, and Felix Shorter added a touchdown pass and ran for a score as well. So Battle Creek mixed it up a little bit. They played a couple different guys at quarterback. Um, almost like a few times they got it down by the goal line, they would put guys in a wildcat formation um and so they did that uh this week seemed to be successful for them um Chernell Anderson he led Battle Creek Central with 10 tackles for Gull Lake Eric White the quarterback he had two touchdowns and he rushed for one touchdown so that moved Battle Creek Central to 1-1 Gull Lake goes to 0-2 kind of update the standings here in the smack Lakeview's on top which we kind of thought they might be, um, you know, coming back real good team last year, so they're on top. They're they're kind of doing their thing, controlling that, you know, controlling the tempo of the game, using that good defense they have, uh, and so they're two and zero. Portage Northern, they're also two and zero. They won the West last year, real good team. So both Lakeview and Portage Northern are sitting at two and zero. St. Joe's 2-0, I guess 1-0 in the smack because they beat Okemos. Um, St. Joe, just looking at their scores, have been impressive so far this year. Uh, They've got two pretty lopsided wins. Uh, So those three teams all sit 2-0. Battle Creek Central, Matawan, and Lakeshore come in next at 1-1. 
So good for the Bearcats to pick up their first win of the year. Uh, get Kind of get in that column and get things rolling. Uh, and then Kalamazoo Central, Portage Central, and Gall Lake all sit at 0-2 on the year. Portage Central's 0-1 because they didn't play last week or 0-2. They might count that as a forfeit. So moving on to next week. Couple couple games here. Matawan is at Grand Ledge, out of conference in the Capital Areas Conference Smack crossover game. Portage Central's at St. Joe. That's a big one. Uh, Battle Creek Central is taking on Stevensville Lakeshore. That's a big game for the Bearcats. If they can win that game, um, who knows where their season goes? You know that'd be a big win for the Bearcats if they can win that. Beat Lakeshore. Um, I think it's a game they could win. So if they can get that going, that kind of gets that momentum rolling. So big game for the Bearcats this Friday. Northern, Portage Northern takes on Gall Lake. Uh, I think Portage Northern will just kind of do their thing and kind of run over Gall Lake in that one. And then Lakeview is taking on Kalamazoo Central this Friday. Uh, Lakeview should win that game. Uh, they kind of just keep doing the things they do. They play good defense. Uh they should be sitting atop the standings again when we talk next week. So another interesting week in the smack. Um, and kind of see how things go moving forward. Good to see all of our city schools uh, in the smack and I-8 are now all have a win. That's a good thing. Um, and look forward to seeing how they do as the season moves forward. Um just looking over these last two weeks with all four of our schools here, I think they're all pretty good teams. And so um, this could be a good year for them when everyone makes the playoffs. Uh, I think as the season goes on, as long as they can keep building momentum, we got a few schools in the city here that are going to possibly could make some noise in this year's playoffs. And so that's really exciting. Looking forward to that. So we'll be back. Um, here later this week hope to have a couple coaches on for maybe talk some football talk some volleyball um, and then we will be back of course again next week to wrap up all the games from week three in the smack and i8 conference uh, i appreciate everyone listening go ahead and subscribe the podcast is now on itunes uh well, i shouldn't say itunes it's apple podcast now it's also on Spotify. That's the easiest way to listen. Uh, make sure you like our Facebook page, The Wrap. Uh, go ahead and share the episode. And thank you guys for all your support. And that's a wrap. Hey.